Hi, and welcome to Food with Mark Bittman. I am Mark Bittman. You knew that. And this week, we're going to have Allison Beck tell more about her in a moment. First, just welcome. Know that we would love for you to get in touch with us, and you can reach us at food at markbittman.com. We'll periodically answer your questions on the air. We'll also periodically offer your answers on the air. We're happy to talk about anything you'd like to get in touch with us about. Meanwhile, please subscribe, review us, give us lots of stars, get in touch. Also subscribe to the Bitman Project, our near-daily newsletter at bitmanproject.com. It's worth mentioning, too, that you can find me, Mark Bitman, on Twitter at Bitman, and on Instagram and Facebook at Mark Bitman, markbitman.com, and of course, bitmanproject.com. Both work as well. And yes, on to Alison Bechtel. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out. I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that, available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned that we're drinking safe, clean, unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. 
They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals, in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water, less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water, and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bittman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. I've been following Alison Bechtel for almost 40 years when we started appearing in the same weekly newspapers and uh, dykes to watch out for. I thought it was a riot, but also trendsetting. There had been nothing like it. So it was just amazing to see that strip in more or less mainstream papers back in the 80s. When uh, a copy of her new book arrived, and the new book is called The Secret to Superhuman Strength, and I found that Allison was a fitness fanatic, but especially a runner, which I have been for much of my life, also for 40 years, as it happens. I thought that was enough of an excuse to have her on. I mean, Allison Bechtel is a, a non-cliche example of the word trailblazer. She's an amazing cartoonist, uh, perhaps best known for her graphic memoir, Fun Home, which focused on her life growing up, her own sexuality her relationship with her gay father. Fun Home was turned into a Broadway musical, and it was the first with a lesbian protagonist, and was nominated for 12 Tonys, including Best New Musical, which it won. As I said, though, Bechtel got her start in the early 80s with the long-running comic Dykes to Watch Out For. The series followed a set group of lesbian characters and is the origin of the Bechtel test, which has become a frequently used metric in cultural discussion of film and television. She and I will talk about that in a bit. Bechtel is a 2014 recipient of the MacArthur Genius Award. She lives in Vermont with her wife, and she says she eats like a parody of a Vermont lesbian. I'm ecstatic to have her on. Here's our interview. So welcome, Allison. It is really an honor to meet you and great to have you here on Food. Thank you, Mark. I, I am very honored. I don't, I'm not quite sure why you want to talk to me on your food podcast, but I'm I'm all in for it. Well, because I'm using the podcast as an excuse to get to talk to people I want to talk to. So um, <laughs> no one stopped me yet. There don't seem to be any rules about this. So anyway, I think I'm exactly 10 years older than you, which doesn't reveal how old either of us <laughs> is. But I'm immature in my um, 
I was a late bloomer. So I think we started, I know we started publishing material at exactly the same time in 1980. Pretty sure in 1980 was when Dykes to Watch Out For started. No, that was a little early. It took me a couple years. The first Dykes to Watch Out For cartoon was published in 1983. <laughs> well, okay. There you go. Really close. Close. And my first one was published, my first food column was published in 1980. But I remember, so Dykes to Watch Out For ran in the paper that I was, you know, New Haven's Alternative Weekly. Oh, cool. Where you would expect it to have been running. And... um it was an interesting time. I mean, they all are. But the fact that there could be a comic strip called Dykes to Watch Out For, as a person who grew up on, like, Peanuts and Superman <laughs> and, you know, what was the yeah. the Swamp Creech? I can't even remember what. Pogo. Yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, the fact that there could be a strip called Dykes, to, I just found so, first of all, I loved it. But, and you probably remember, um, what was her name? Nicole Hollander? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sylvia. Sylvia. Uh -huh. Right. So there was just this kind of, well, it was women cartoonists, I guess, but it was also doing stuff that hadn't been done before. And it was, I don't know. I'm just saying I noticed it. I ha I literally have been a fan of yours since then. And um, thank you, Mark. I don't know. It's just really cool. I'm very touched. I sort of wonder, because so much of your stuff is personal and, and we're here to talk at least some about the secret to superhuman strength, your new book, but it's political too. But it, there's a way in which it, much of it has seemed sort of sneakily political or inadvertently political. Like you're writing about personal, you mostly have done personal work, but it's clearly about gender roles, about women, the strength of women, about treating women being treated as. I think there. I think I read an interview with you in which you said normal people, right? <laughs> or just people. I'll take right. people. 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 <laughs> I'm just curious how you fit that in, how you've thought about that over the years, how that's evolved. Your your kind of personal is the political attitude, or or if that doesn't even seem right to you. No, that I took that adage very much to heart. That's what like the slightly older feminists were all talking about, and right I on. was then you know. I just imbibed that <laughs> directly. Like it made so much sense to me, you know, that our personal situations are never just personal, are never just our own fault. It's never just about our own particular selves. We're all embedded in these systems. My personal story, which was about my, well, my first memoir, Fun Home, which was about my closeted gay dad. For me, that story was very much about seeing all the forms of oppression surrounding my father as a gay man, me and my mother as women, like just understanding the way that these systemic things affect individual lives. So that was very empowering and useful for me as a young person, uh, as a way of seeing the world. Fun Home became a play and says here it's going to be a movie. Is that happening? Uh, last I heard, all these entertainment industry things are very mysterious and I'm who knows how and when they will happen, but I, it's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be my dad. <laughs> That's kind of cool. And who's going to be you? I don't know yet. Right. I don't know. I think the real reason I started to think about having you on the podcast was because I'm a, I'm a runner, ah. still struggling along. I'm not the runner I was, but I'm a runner. 
and I know you are or have been. And yeah. Secret to Superhuman Strength is about, uh, I guess we'd say, your lifelong obsession with exercise. And um, But at the beginning, there's a, a bunch of stuff about how when you were a kid, people really weren't talking about exercise yet as exercise. We played because yeah. kids did, but we just sort of relaxed and didn't think about it. It's kind of funny given that now I'm sure people start thinking about exercise when they're five. <laughs> I'm going to read a passage from the book. I've haired off after almost every new fitness fad to come down the pike for the past six decades. Why have I spent so many hours of my life, very possibly as many as are actually recommended, exercising? Would not this time have been better spent reading, learning Mandarin, performing charitable acts? No. Without these bodily travails, I would be a mere husk. So, two questions. One, why the mere husk? <laughs> and two, when did this begin? What do you attribute it to? Where did it stem from? I would be a mere husk because I would just be a nervous wreck. Exercise calms me down, helps me to focus, helps me to sleep, which helps you know the whole cycle to begin again. Yeah, if I didn't exercise pretty vigorously, I, I would not be able to function. And, and that's just probably my body type or psychological type. I don't know. I'm like high strung and nervous and I, I, I need to be worn out like a dog, you know? So that's one of the many reasons why I exercise. And when did it start? You know, that, it's a funny question because people often ask me, when did you become a cartoonist? And I always say, well, I I just, I never stopped being one. Like all children start drawing as soon as they can hold a crayon. And they, I just kept going after the point where most people put their crayons down. And likewise, most children run, you know, kids are always running. They're always pelting, set them down and they're, they're off like little wind up toys. It's not true that I never stopped running. I certainly have stopped running for many times in my life, but I love the way kids move. And I feel like I want to, I want to hang on to that for as much of my life as I can. That's another reason why I exercise is to just be able to use my body in, in that way because I get so much joy from just movement. Yeah, when you get that feeling of being a well-oiled machine, which I have yeah. to say I haven't had in quite a while, but still, you can try. And um, that feeling is so great, just of your body actually working. Yes, and, and nothing does that for me as well as running. Running is like just this lubrication of everything. Yeah, me too. You're not a, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like none of this is about diet. You're not a diet fanatic. You, ha you haven't, if you've chased off after every new exercise fad, you haven't chased after everything diet related, food related. But what is your relationship with food? Are you obsessive about it, indifferent to it, see it as necessary fuel? Love it. What? I was thinking about this before we talked. Like, do I ever even talk about cooking or eating in any of my books? And I don't think I do, or it's very rare if I have. And I think it's not because eating and cooking aren't extremely important to me. It's because they're so completely woven into my life in this deeply organic way that I somehow have no reason to show that. You know, it's no, there's nothing I need to work out <laughs> about my food life. I eat like a parody of a Vermont lesbian. And <laughs> I have done that for my whole adult life, ever since getting out of college. Like, 
I learned about tofu. I learned about stir fries. I learned about organic food and whole grains. And I've just always eaten that stuff and loved cooking it. I've gotten better and more refined at cooking it over the years. You know, I started out with moose wood and just making very simple kinds of dishes and gotten a little more skilled over the years. Uh, But eating is hugely important to my life and the whole cycle of it, the whole cycle of like, my partner and I spend so much time just planning our meals. It's crazy. I think it would drive most people crazy. The amount of thought that goes into planning food, going out shopping. Since the pandemic, shopping has become like this kind of leisure activity for us. We love to go to the co-op together. And we're not eating out, haven't been eating out, so we're doing a lot of cooking. Are you vegetarian, vegan? You didn't mention eating any animals when you were describing what you cook. I eat a mostly plant-based diet. For a long time, I was a vegetarian. I had an interesting lapsed period of about 15 years from my mid-40s until the pandemic when I was eating a lot of meat. It just somehow felt like I craved meat. And I would always eat local, you know, humanely raised stuff, which is very easy to get here in Vermont. We have such an amazing farm system here. But when the pandemic hit, um, Holly, my partner said, we got to clean up our act. And so we've been eating mostly vegetarian since then. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, folks. We have a new sponsor and an interesting one. We all take about 20,000 breaths a day, and Americans spend about 90% of our time indoors. That indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. And indoor air pollutants can cause respiratory symptoms like sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So, what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code BITMAN. B-I-T-T-M-A-N, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to our listeners, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code BITMAN. 
Hi, folks. A word from our friends at Made In. Did you know that most of the dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurant are made in, made in pots and pans? The braised short ribs, made in, made in. The Rohan duck, made in, made in. The heritage pork chop, you got it, made in, made in. Which isn't surprising. Made in has been supplying top chefs and restaurants with high-end cookware for years. For the simple reason that Made In makes exactly what demanding chefs are looking for. Their carbon steel cookware, for example, combines the best of cast iron and stainless steel, gets super hot, and is rugged enough for grills or an open flame. Best of all, Made In is sold online, so their professional-grade cookware is far more affordable than other iron brands. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes on menus all around the world have in common. They're made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from the 18th until the 27th. Visit MadeInCookware.com. That's MadeInCookware.com. Thanks. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned that we're drinking safe, clean, unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water, less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water, and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bittman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out. I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that, 
available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You seem to have a great memory. I seem to have discovered recently that memory is a muscle that can be developed. I'm wondering what your experience is with that. Huh. I mean, you go way far back and into a great deal of detail in a lot of your work. I mean, Secret to Superhuman Strength really has tons of stuff from your childhood, and it seems quite well remembered. I have always had a pretty good memory, or, or so I think. <laughs> you know, I remember one comment my mother made to me after my memoir about her came out was, huh, you must have a pretty good memory. <laughs> like... <laughs> as if she wasn't exactly sure of that. And that sort of made me doubt my own memory a little bit, although I feel I don't really doubt it. I just have always been really good at remembering stuff. That is not so much the case <laughs> lately. I, I find that I'm forgetting vast swaths of things I once knew. When you started, what do we call it, cartooning? Yeah. There were still newspapers all over the country that were different from one another. Oh, yeah. and. I can imagine that you were able to do what I was able to do, which was kind of self-syndicate and send, say, here's a thing that I did. Do you want it? Send me $75 or whatever you were lucky enough to get paid in those days. Yeah, 15. Try 15. <laughs> <laughs> I guess being a writer was more lucrative. How did that evolve? It's fun to remember those days, those pre-internet days when everything had to be done in this, like, physical way. You had to talk to people on the phone. You had to mail things to people in envelopes. God. But yeah, I strung together enough of these little papers paying me $15, $20 for a comic strip to make a living, uh, you know, a modest living for, for a while. And then it all started to change, you know, as the internet happened and these papers were all floundering and consolidating and that income started to dry up. But for a while, it was this great free, like self, to me, it felt like I was just inventing a way to support myself. And it was very fun. I mean, I feel very kindred about that because I, I could, I can read it. I can see it in your career. And it was certainly the case with mine where, um, that first certainly six or eight years. And there were these where I would I would spend time at the Xerox place and then I would yep. spend time at the post office and I would spend uh -huh. time addressing manila envelopes and I would spend time finding out who was the editor of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette who might buy a food story and pay me $75 and so on and spent a few years doing that. And then the personal computer happened and I was able to send out 15 almost identical stories at the same time to 15 different editors and any of them who wanted it could buy it. What was different is that no one said, well, that already ran 2,000 right. miles away because they didn't know that it ran right. 2,000 miles away. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the cool thing about what I was doing was 
I was running in these gay and lesbian newspapers that had only just started being founded in the 1980s. Like, and pretty soon every city of any size had one of these papers. So I could approach all of them. And yeah, there was no connection between them. It was all these individual communities. So yeah, I could get paid many times for the same piece of work. And then what happened? Well, like when that stopped happening, what came next? It just gradually started dying out and it it became clear that this wasn't really going to be sustainable. But fortunately, by that time in the early 2000s, I was working on my memoir, Fun Home, which came out in 2006. And that was like this surprising crossover success. A, A large audience came to that book and kind of bailed me out. Like that's, I just switched to writing books at that point and gradually retired the comic strip. Books saved a number of us, but yeah, you had to be lucky in a way. Yeah, def- uh, yeah. my timing was very fortunate. Yeah, mine too. I interviewed Laura Linney recently, and we talked about Ozark and the strong women in that. Yeah, I heard that. It was a yeah. great conversation. Yeah, that was fun. And I think that I tend to take this kind of stuff for granted, but then it's probably because I'm a man. But you see more and more strong women leads and fiction and TV and movies and so on. And I think there's credit due, or at least there's homage to be paid to the Bechtel test, which is, <laughs> which is you, which, you know, first appeared in, in Dykes to watch out for. And those who don't know is a, a rule you can apply a test that asks if a work of fiction has at least two female characters who talk to each other about something other than men. I never even, as I said, I was a a fan of yours, and then I knew about the Bechtel test, but I kind of never put the two together. And then, you know, ultimately I came to think this is so smart because you do, one does watch movies, and especially if one watches movies with women, one of them will say, oh yeah, this doesn't pass the Bechtel test. (laughs) (laughs) So... Anything to say about that? Is there a history there? Do you think about it still? The only thing I want to say is absolutely zero credit or homage is due to me. That is just like such a basic tenet of feminism that I ripped off. Well, first of all, I ripped that off from a friend of mine. That whole thing was like her, a friend of mine's criteria for the movies she would go to. So it wasn't even my idea. And she, I think, took it from Virginia Woolf. I think it's kind of, if you boil down Wolf's A Room of One's Own, it's kind of about that, like treat women as humans, let, you know, have women talk to each other, imagine what would happen. So all I did was put it in a comic strip, but uh, I'm so pleased to see the way that it spilled out into the mainstream. It's kind of remarkable. It's not a, I guess you could apply it to reality, but when you apply it to fiction, I think this is still true, but we can say at least until recently, but I think it's still true. You really realize how underserved women are by most mainstream fiction. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. It's true. It remains true. (laughs) What are you working on? Anything new? Yep. I'm working on a new book, just at the very early stages of it. A new, like, it's sort of a memoir, but a a fake memoir. (laughs) <laughs> that I'm having a lot of fun with. That sounds Because <laughs> I've written all these stories that are very questingly, searchingly true, and now I'm writing one that's all kind of made up. And do you find you have an imagination? I do, yeah. It's it's cool, because that's one thing as a memoirist, I 
like a muscle I wasn't really using and I forgot I had it. So it's, it's fun. What did you have for dinner last night? Last night was nacho night. It was very exciting. <laughs> Do you drink beer? Yes. There was much <laughs> beer drunk along with this dish last night. <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty good. Thanks a million. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Mark. This was really fun. It was really great to get to meet you a little bit. Given Allison's preferences in eating, given my history of cookbook styles, it was pretty easy to find a recipe for this week. Allison said she's mostly plant-based, but eats some meat now. She also said that Moosewood was one of the books that started her out on cooking. Many people say that. And that makes me somewhat nostalgic. But as I said, there are a lot of choices of recipes here. I'm going to pick one that is a little non-moosewoody in that it is more forward-looking and less old-fashioned. And that is, by the way, really great. One of my faves. And that is Peanutty Chopped Salad. This is from the VB6 cookbook, Vegan Before Six cookbook. So, to make this chopped salad which you can make year-round, and you can vary the vegetables in it and so on. But these are all vegetables that you're going to find right now. Combine in a bowl, a large bowl, because you're going to wind up with everything in this. A quarter cup of peanut butter, two tablespoons of rice vinegar, a big pinch of salt, a smaller pinch of pepper, and a half a cup of warm water. Whisk that until it's smooth. You want to incorporate that peanut butter into the dressing. And then... Start with a head of romaine lettuce chopped into bite-sized pieces, then two carrots peeled and chopped, two to four celery stalks peeled and chopped, a small red onion peeled and chopped, a cucumber peeled, seeded and chopped, although if the cucumber is young and tender, you don't need to seed or peel it, a red bell pepper cored and chopped, and eight to 10 radishes chopped. Toss all that together with the dressing that you made Taste and adjust seasoning and serve right away. I hope you found that as much fun as I did. Really enjoyed it and want to thank Allison for going for it when asked to be on a food podcast. You can follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Bechtel. That's A-L-I-S-O-N-B-E-C-H-D-E-L. And on Facebook at Allison.Bechtel. Her most recent book, The Secret to Superhuman Strength, is out now. As usual, I'd like to thank Kate Bittman, Catherine Lowe, and Davis Lloyd for making this podcast possible. Our theme music is All the Hurts by Moby, and of course I want to thank him also. Remember, you can find us on BittmanProject.com, and it will be great if you subscribe to that as well as to this podcast. In any case, check us out next week when we will have... Someone incredibly awesome. See you soon and thanks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.